Hey beloved, my name is Olamide Tomboli and you are welcome to my podcast. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 2, Like newborn babies pray for spiritual mix so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. The pursuit of knowing the will of God starts here. The word of God is the connection between knowledge and power. The word of God has the power to rebuild. It has the power to reveal, the power to refute, the power to reward. So let's take a step in our maturity process. I love you and I celebrate you. And my name remains Olamide Tomua Olu. So what I'll be sharing this morning is love. Somebody say love. Somebody say love. Somebody say love. Hallelujah. And my Bible text is taken from the book of John chapter 13 verse 34. John 13 verse 34. It's Boss Love Conference this morning. So I'll be speaking on love related to a man and woman, related to marriage, related to singles. I'll just be here and there, all over. Hallelujah. So John chapter 13, verse 34. Yes, I might be a few years in marriage, but I have seen. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I have seen. It's not about the years you use in marriage. Hallelujah. Your one year of marriage, you can see a lot. <laughs> Glory to God. John chapter 30, 13, verse 34. So this, this was I'm about to share this morning is from my experiences. And of course, the people that I listen to and I hold in high esteem. So John 13, 34, the Bible says, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another by this, Everyone will know that you are my disciple if you love one another. Now the Bible says, a new commandment I give unto you. Which brings me to say, love is a law and not a feeling. Hallelujah. Love is a law and not a feeling. There is no feeling in law. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Many people equate Love to feeling, but they don't understand that feelings continuously, or let me say constantly, fall to it. Love is a choice. Love is a decision, and a choice is an act of will. A choice is what is an act of will. You can lose your feelings in 10 minutes. You can lose your feelings in six months. But when it's a choice, you know a choice can stand firm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you choose feelings over love, you'll be nowhere to be found. We live in a world where our definition of love is based on feelings. But please don't be cajoled. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Any feelings that is based on, any love that is based on feelings, rather, shouldn't be trusted. Because they will not last. Any love based on feelings shouldn't be trusted. Because they will not last. So many of us, they have cajoled, you know, I understand how that can feel. When a man tells you, you are the sugar in my tea, the cockroach in my cupboard, you know, the salt in my food. Yes, that thing used to make your hair swell. But please, don't be, let your love not be aroused by that. 
Because love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. Love is not a feeling. Love is a decision. It's a choice you have to make. I'm still going there. All the brothers, God told me to marry you. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm still coming there. Love is a commandment. Love is what Jesus did on the cross. Love is a decision. Love is an action. Love is sacrificial. In fact, love is a practice. You have to practice love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we've been obligated to love in John chapter 13 verse 34. The Bible says, I have commanded you. So take feelings out of your marriage. Take feelings out of your relationship. Don't be emotionally gish gish. The way you are emotionally gish gish is the way you will be emotionally gosh gosh. Hallelujah. So God commands us to love. And these are some of the things I highlighted about what God commanded us to do. Love your enemies. Love those who hate you. Love those who persecute you spitefully. Love those who use you. And you know, there's a way God does these things that God does not want you to be the, how would I call it? God does not want you to revenge. You know, sometimes when you love your enemies, you are even heaping coals of fire on them. Hallelujah. Imagine somebody is, how would I call it? Somebody is abusing and all that and you show some love. You know, that person in, in, the, in his heart of heart, you will be feeling bad. Hallelujah. So love your enemies. Love those who hate you. Love those who persecute you spitefully. Love those who use you. This is the type of love we need in marriage. This is the type of, of love we need in marriage. Because sometimes the person you marry will be your enemy twice a week. Or in fact, can be your enemy five times a day. Anything you call it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And one of the signs of maturity is the ability to do what you have to do despite how you feel. That's one of the maturities in marriage. Do what you have to do despite what, despite how you feel. Despite how your partner makes you to feel. Despite how your fiancé makes you to feel. Do what you have to do. That is when love is a choice, not feelings. You know, when love is a feeling, whatever you'll be doing will be based on your feelings. If you don't feel like it, you don't, if she offends you, you cannot do it. Because it has been based on feelings. Somebody tell your neighbor, say, are you getting it this morning? Somebody say, are you getting it this morning? The ability to overcome feelings is what guarantees success in marriage. The ability to overcome what to overcome feelings, the ability to overcome emotions is what guarantees success in our marriage relationships. The wrong purposes of marriage is when you feel lonely and you say that, oh, I want to marry. Or when your daddy says, oh yeah, it's time to marry and you want to marry. Hallelujah. You don't marry because the people in your environment are getting married. You don't marry because they force you to marry. You marry at your will. Hallelujah. 
Sometimes we call some things generational causes. No, they are not generational causes. They are generational ignorance. Hallelujah. I must marry from my hometown. Who says that? Because you are Ijebu. Wow, we connect. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because you are from Ekiti. Wow, we connect. What kind of connection is that? When the Lord has not sealed or signed it. Hallelujah. Somebody tell your neighbor, say, open your eyes. Somebody say, open your eyes. Be careful of God told me to marry you. Be careful of such brothers. Don't be deceived. In fact, there are a lot. God told me, it's your personal dealing. Don't come and tell me God told you to marry me. It's your personal dealing. You see, that's why some people will say, that's why some, I will not say, some people, let me just put it that way. Some people will say, okay, God told me I'll be the next president of Nigeria. And it does not happen. Yes. Because there are some things that should be private. There are some things that should be personal. That God told you doesn't mean you should announce it. The God that told you, let him be the one that will send that lady to. Like, let, let there be a connection. You know, there are some things that God will do. And you will know that, no, this is God. Because it's not, it's not your orchestration. You didn't plan it. You didn't plan that brother to come and meet you. I could remember when, before I got married, I told God at that moment, I said, God, please reveal my man to me. It is time. Because when I was in my former relationship, I had to tell God, Father, I don't want to love again. For now, no love. And God did it for me. No love, no feelings. And when it was time for me to love, I told God, Father, please reveal my man to me. It's time to know my man. And the way God orchestrated the plans, even me, is beyond my reasoning or understanding. Hallelujah. So when God says this is the way, let him be the one to align it. Don't, don't help God. Let God help you. Hallelujah. Because, you know, God is, God is so is is a god of misery. He can even tell you you will meet your wife in the north or your husband in the north, and you will eventually meet the wife in the south because he's testing something in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your life will be determined by who you marry. So make sure you are careful. Your life will be determined by who you marry. Even in marriage, your life is determined by your partner. The outcome of your life. I will definitely not be here if I marry the wrong man. That one is certain. Yes, I can be singing. But I will not be here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are some people before marriage, they have been doing well. But after marriage, something happened. Everything goes down. Because what? Because they think this journey is about how the person looks or what I feel. They don't know it's about how we fit. Hey, there must be a fitting. Hallelujah. There must be what? There must be a fitting. Maturity is when you have been trained. When you train yourself to say that no, these looks cannot catch me. Hallelujah. These looks cannot enter my eyes. That is maturity. It's good when you see somebody. It's good when you assess somebody and you just appreciate their beauty. That is good enough. And you turn back. You look
look so beautiful, sister. I just want to appreciate you. And you turn back. But some men, you look so beautiful. That's where they will stay. Admire and leave. That's maturity. A lady can admire a man. Yes, it's not bad. But admire and leave. Don't admire and sin. Because when you look too much, you have tendency to sin. Because you'll be imagining what you're not supposed to imagine. That's when you'll be imagining the, the hand of the brother on your shoulder. That's when you'll be imagining you and the brother in tantalizers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So maturity is when you have trained yourself. In love, you have to train yourself. Don't enter into marriage when you smell these two things. Number one, dishonesty. A dishonest brother will produce a dishonest father. He will produce a dishonest leader. And a dishonest leader will likely kill you. Deal with dishonesty. It's better to say this, I only have four clothes. It's better to say, I don't have car at all. You know, some people... <laughs> You know, I love when people admire things, but love to declare things into their life. But don't declare things with lies. There's nothing between even declaration and real life. Hallelujah. Number two, unteachable. Don't enter into a marriage when you when you smell an unteachable spirit. A lady must be teachable, likewise, a man. Hallelujah. Men, please don't only believe that you are the Alpha and Omega. Yes, you are the head. But you know, there are some things that God reveals through your wife. And likewise, wife, there are some things that God reveals through our husband. Hallelujah. Teachability is your willingness to learn and your willingness to accept when you are wrong. Some men are so proud. They cannot say sorry. Hallelujah. When I was in secondary school, I think a guy was saying, I can never say sorry to my wife. And I'm like, Ooh. maybe when he sees true love, he can say sorry. Because there are some instances whereby it's because when we see true love, true love breaks us. It breaks those shoulder part. Hallelujah. Now, these are four words character building that mustn't leave our mouth in marriage, in relationship, even in life. Four words of character building that must not leave our mouth. Number one, please. Can you please help me with this? Can you please help me with that? Please must not leave your mouth. Hallelujah. Even if it's your husband. Don't, be, don't, don't, don't have that entitlement mentality. That is, your husband does not mean you should disrespect him. That even if he's your child, your children, ah, being paid, please let me take that thing. Hallelujah. You see, kids learn so fast. When they hear you telling, mommy, please, some people will not even poop you. Shalewa, go and get that thing for me. But learn how to put please. That's all I please get me that book. You are teaching them something. Hallelujah. The second one, sorry. Apologize when you are wrong. It will not remove anything from you. Apology will not remove. Apology will not remove your beauty. Neither will it remove your makeup. 
apologize is a sign of maturity, a sense of maturity. Say thank you. So many people of nowadays, especially our youth. I mean, we are so we are ungrateful. Say thank you. Hallelujah. If they do good to you, if one person do good to you ten times, say thank you ten times or more than. Hallelujah. And the last one, God blessed you. God bless you. Bless the person. Hallelujah. Bless the person. These are the four important words. These are the four important char character builders that will take you far anywhere you go. When people hear you say that, they want to move closer to you. They want to have a relationship with you. But when they see that your character is bad, the way you talk, you talk shabbishly and everything, people will run away from you. It's not because you are mad. But because they love themselves that they don't want to be disrespected. Hallelujah. There are some things we have to look out for in marriage. And the number one thing, the most important thing we have to look out for in marriage is compatibility. That's why I said the other time, marriage is not, love is not based on feelings. It's based on fitness. Fitness. How do you fit me? Value. Compatibility. Don't be moved by getting a rose. Be moved by getting along. Compatibility. Don't be moved by getting a rose. Be moved by getting along. Compatibility. Compatibility will save your marriage. Compatibility will save your relationship. It's not everything that is a perfect fit. It's not every beautiful sister that is a perfect fit. It's not every Christian sister that is a perfect fit for you. It's not every speaking in tongues brother that is a perfect fit for you. Hallelujah. The moment you are able to identify that your feelings are real, but they are not always right, then you have made it. Your feelings are what? They are real, but they are not always right. You will feel even after marriage. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But your feelings won't dictate. Hey, your feelings shouldn't dictate for you. Your feelings shouldn't guide you. It's not a guidance. So many people, they have allowed their feelings to guide them and that's why they are in trouble today. Both in marriage, both business-wise, is your feelings that guided you. The person you are meant to have cut off a long time ago, but it's just that feelings and emotions that is pushing you. The friends you are meant to cut off, friends like enemy, that God had already showed you small, small of their secrets. You are still entangled to them just because of your emotions and feelings. Somebody tell your neighbor, say, open your eyes. Don't live love, don't live life by feelings. Somebody say, don't live life by feelings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
If you will wear one pair of shoes for the rest of your life and you never take it off, you never take that shoe off, what will be the quality you would like for in the shoe you wear? Hallelujah. Is it the beauty of the shoe? If that's the only shoe you wear for a whole year, is it the beauty that will first entice you? It can't be the beauty, it's the durability. The durability of the shoe. How the shoe will last. Hallelujah. So in love, in marriage, it's not the look that should entice you. It's the compatibility. If you are not compatible enough for me, please, my destiny is too precious that needs to be wasted. Don't waste your destiny, please. So many people, God has placed precious gift into our lives. But we just destroy it by a wrong man or a wrong woman. There is nothing a child of God should do with darkness. Ah, well, I think Kone, Kone will be born again soon. Let me let me go for him. Born again soon. Born again soon. Soon will become soon, soon, soon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The main problem when a Christian marries an unbeliever is an incompatibility issue. Like I said, light can never walk with darkness. It can never walk with darkness. And you can either be here or there. There's no how. When light walks with darkness, give it a little time. You will join. Hallelujah. You that you are still fanning your flame small, small. Even you, you are not that hot. But you are fanning your flame and you want to go and marry an unbeliever again. Saying that, you, uh, I love Tunde and I know that. I, I want to convert him. Hey! Who sent you? Converter. Number two. Purpose matters. Don't marry a man without purpose. Don't marry a woman without... A woman to have purpose, I beg. Don't marry a man without purpose. Don't marry a woman without purpose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In fact, when you get it right, when you get this right, you will love each other more as the years go by. I mean, love should be, you should love each other more, not love and calm down. No. No. You should be able to love each other more. Not uh, my lover. My love for him has reduced uh, since the last five years of marriage. That means you, miss, you married based on feelings. No choice. If you marry based on choice, even if your wife gets pregnant and the tummy is big, you will love her that way. The best thing for you to do is to take her to the gym. If, if I, you 
see, stylishly tell her, baby, you know, you know you look too big. Why don't you think you should? Don't you think we should go to the gym together? That's the way to teach in love. That's the way to correct in love. Hallelujah. Not what? Hallelujah. See, see, you correct in love. Even if he's not doing it right. Baby, baby, I love what you're doing, no. But don't you think you should add this one to it? I mean, that's the way it should be. It should be. Not you enforcing things. And now I'm talking to the ladies. Never you enforce things on a man. Some men learn by experience. Yes. I can say it and I'll say it boldly. Some men. Now, your job as a wife is that pray for God, pray to God that Father, please, this concerning these areas I've, I've talked to my husband about. Please, Father, let him listen. Touch his heart. But really, most men, they love, they what? They learn by experience. Because you know, some men are proud. Yes, some men are proud. They know that what you are saying is right, though, but they don't want to agree. Even if they will agree, it's behind your back. Mr. Tomo. <laughs> he will say, ah. In his mind, he will say, ah. And what that man is telling me is right. But in his face, he will not be able to, in her face, he will not be able to say, ah. baby, what you are saying is right, though. But we we'll pray the Lord will change the minds of our husband. Hallelujah. Men be visionary. And responsible. You don't have self-management and you want to marry. You are not self-disciplined and you want to marry. Ha. And to we ladies, never follow a man you don't know where he's going. Don't let him lead you to a wrong place. Even in relationship, know where your, know where your boyfriend will be your fiancé. Know where they are headed to. Hallelujah. Know where they are headed to. Before I got married, I was always scared about marriage. Scared in the sense that I will not let you cobalize my destiny. Hallelujah. So I'm very, very careful about who to marry. That's why I can't just speak. I will have a lot of people toasting me, but I cannot just speak because he has not told me to speak. Yes, feelings arose, though. Your pastor wife will not lie to you, but my feelings is in my house. I bet I should agree me. I bet I should not agree me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But God help me through it all. Say God help me. <laughs> Hallelujah. A guy who always cries like a baby does not need a relationship. He needs help and growth. A guy who cries like a baby does not need a relationship. He needs help and growth. Hallelujah. Areas to get compatibility, you start. Areas to get compatibility before you start a relationship or before you start your marriage. Number one, check if you are believers. That will save you. Check if you are believers. See, a man that loves God will know how to love you. A man that loves God will know how to love you. So, stop praying that Father let my husband love me. Father let my fiancé love me. No. Pray that Father let my husband love God. 
Because if they love God, automatically they will love the scriptures. And you know what is in the scriptures? Hallelujah. The scriptures talked about love. And when they see, when they hear the words of God, when they see the scriptures, they will love you automatically. You don't have to force it. Hallelujah. Number two, check purpose. Like I said earlier. Some people are too good people, but they are not just good for themselves. Two good people. But they are not just good for themselves. If your purpose does not align, you don't have to enter it. Because there will be trouble along the way. Some men don't like ladies that love. Some men don't like women that love. Why some? They love ladies that walk. Some men love ladies that sit in the office. Why some? Just... Come and stay at home. Come and be cooking for me, taking care of me and my children. Hallelujah. And some ladies are too jealous that they can't marry a pastor. You see, it's like they are two good people, but they are not compatible. Because if you marry a pastor and you are jealous, you might likely have high blood pressure. Because, you know, a pastor, even if you fought with your wife, you will still smile in church. You will ask some people in church and the lady will be like, <laughs> and he's fighting me at home. See the way he's hugging that sister. But he cannot tell me sorry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Too many, too good people. But they are not compatible. And those are the kind of people we have find in marriage today. They are, no. See, they are two good people. But they are not just compatible. They are not fit. You know the quality of a man by the quality of his wife. You know what? You know the quality of a man by the quality of his wife. Is she better now that she's with you? Because in this journey, your wife is meant to be better. Hallelujah. Is she walking in her purpose? Is she happier? When you are praying for a woman, what you are praying for is a woman you can partner with God to build. Men, you are a builder. Build your wife. Whatever you see in um, Shade's life that makes your heart do jim jim to her, impute it in your wife. Hallelujah. What, the, the, way, the way Shade used to carry herself with you, buy use for your wife and tell her to be walking in front of you. Oh yeah? Practice it. Let's go to <laughs> Practice it for me. See, it could be funny, but that's the... Small, small tips. You will say that it, 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 there are little things that lead to divorce. Little things, minor, minor things that should have been curbed. And they now pile up, pile up, pile up. Men, you are a builder. Build your wife. Build your wife. 
Hallelujah. Marriage is filled with labor. You are going to cultivate this garden till it bears fruit. Cultivate the garden of your marriage till it bears fruit. Wow, my time is up. Till it bears fruit. Most times we interpret scriptures with culture. Hallelujah. I am the head of this house. And you know, as the head in, in our culture, held you are a king. Nobody can see anything above you. Hallelujah. So, so many times you have been getting it wrong by interpreting scriptures with culture. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Two are better than one. When you marry a good woman, she will bring so much value to your life. Women bring value to your man's life. As men are builders, women used to bring value to your man. Even when you are not married yet, learn how to bring value to your man. How do you think I can help you in this area? Send him things. Do you know you can go in for this thing? Send him things. Hallelujah. A right woman is not waiting for you to have all the money in the world, though. A right woman. She's not waiting for you to have all the money in the world. Stop looking for women who will be billing you every time. Every minute. That's the one you run after. That's why you've not seen any. Yes. Moji is inside the church. She does not care about the money you have in your purse. She's hard working. Mr. Bola, am I right? <laughs> Hallelujah. But no, he's the person that will be billing you. My Brazilian wig is 365,000. If you cannot handle it, you can't take care of me. That's the one you are running after. And you'll be saying you are broke. You'll be saying you've not seen a wife. No, you've seen, but they passed you by. Another man have carried your wife. Any girl that uses money to determine who they will date, please flee. Because even if a goat has money, they will date that goat. If a monkey has that money, they will date the monkey. You should be a man that calls out the gift in your wife. Man, please stop sleeping. Call out the gift in your wife. Before I got married, while I and Apostle was, were dating, rather, there was a time he told me, I did not see you in singing ministry. I'm seeing more of you in preaching ministry. I said, for where? Do I even used to preach? But he saw something in me, and he called it forth. Ladies, marry a man that will call forth that gift of God in you. Don't marry because of six packs. Don't marry because of beards. Don't marry because of skin color. Marry a man that have the capacity to call out that gift in you. There are so many things I'm supposed to post for me, but really, I'll be like, don't send this man. But I'm grateful for the gift of him. Because if he did not do that, I will not do it. And I'll be ignorant of that thing. Meanwhile, I'll be growing. Some marriage will kill some gifts in some women. So be careful. Be careful.
Be careful of who you marry. Wife, you are a fertilizer and accelerator. If a man enters your life and doesn't gain speed, something is wrong. If a man enters your life and doesn't gain speed, something is wrong. Women, you are cold because you are capacitated to carry another person. That's why you have a womb. A woman. Womb man. That's why you are a helper and you can multitask. See, in between a man and a woman, if you ask, between the two of them, how many people, which of them can multitask? Is a woman. A woman can so multitask. A woman can be doing well in her own personal stuff and still be doing well in her own husband's stuff. That's the grace we have. That's why we are helpmates. Hallelujah. The Bible says, a virtuous woman is a crown to her husband. Woman, be a crown to your husband. You're a crown. Do you know what a crown means? You're a crown to your husband. That means you, like, you, you, are, you, are, you, are, you add value to your husband. You've added a medal to your husband. You're a crown, not a liability. Add to him. Add value. Check for ways you can add values as well to your husband. It's not only husband that should build the wife. Wife too, add value. When the husband keeps building and the wife is not adding value, husband too will be tired. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As a woman, anybody you marry in your life is a what? Is a lifelong task. To see that they become all they can be. To see that your husband become all they can be. The main task we are called to do in marriage is service. So if you don't know how to serve, you can't marry here though. Marriage is service. Love is service. Love is sacrificial. We will serve till we die. How much can you inconvenience yourself for your husband? Boyfriend and girlfriend, how much can you inconvenience each other? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The number one cause of problem in marriage is selfishness and nothing more. That's the number one cause of problem in marriage. Selfishness. I want it to go my way. My stuff must be above you. My food must be plenty than yours. That's where it starts. Selfishness. Hallelujah. Selfishness is when you only serve people when it's convenient. And the ability to go out of your way to serve another is your secret to success. Serve one another. If it takes you to serve your friend, serve your friend. See, those rich men you see today, they won't serve people. But you don't want to serve people and you want to become rich all of a sudden. It doesn't happen that way. Even Jesus said, he did not only come for people to serve, he came to serve as well. He washed people's feet. Hallelujah. Your wickedness can make you lose things. Don't walk by sight, though. Please. The Bible says the just shall what? They are live by faith and not by sight. 
When you live by such, you, you see, you have already ridiculed brother today. That brother today will never have anything in life. But it will surprise you that in two years time, that man will be doing well. Hallelujah. Don't live by, by sight, but by faith. You are looking for a man that is already big. The time is now when they are not yet big. It is easy for them to love you. Hallelujah. That's what happens to members when they leave their pastors. Because they are thinking the pastor is finished. Feelings. Looking at now. Please stop looking at now. The person sitting next to you might be the minister in, in, in the next few years. Might be a governor in the next few years. That's why it's not good to spoil yourself everywhere you go. Must they know you? Must you leave a place with a fight? Please live in peace. Hallelujah. Don't be only kind to a guy when you see his car. There are some people that is when they see physical things that, you know, there's no how. They are to connect. And it's connecting because of car. It's connecting because of, of what? Physical things. The woman at the well gave water to a total stranger. That is where she found her husband. Total stranger. Imagine if somebody came to beg you for water. I know some people here. Hallelujah. Not even in this time and era. Where pure water is now 15. <laughs> Hallelujah. Even if pure water is 15, please give. Because you don't know who you are giving to. Hallelujah. Ruth followed her mother-in-law, which was Naomi, to Judah, despite nothing after the death of her first husband, Elimelech. She said, your God will be my God. That was what Ruth told Naomi. She said, your God will be my God and your people, my people. She followed Naomi blindly. Now, Elimelech have two wives. She, he had two wives, Oprah and Ruth. <coughs> but when Elimelech died, only Ruth and Oprah was left. And so what, did, what could the mother-in-law say? The mother-in-law said, people should just be going to your house. Abby, nothing is on ground. And Oprah said, wow. That kind of feeling, wow. Well, mommy has said we should leave. Let me leave. Oprah left. And Ruth stayed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you cannot endure, you cannot enjoy God. If you cannot persevere, you cannot enjoy God. Because this God you are seeing is not a Yavu Yavu man. He will test you. He knows, he knows what he's doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. An impatient man cannot enjoy anything from God. An impatient woman cannot enjoy anything from God. Likewise, if you see that brother and you feel that you have seen his, 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 his 72 years, you have seen it today. Ah. Some people, they will size you. Like they will size you as if there's no more glory in your life. Please, never you look at the persons now. Look at the future. The future is beautiful. As long as you are with God, it will not suffer thy foot to be moved. 
Hallelujah. Operating weights, but Ruth waited and she enjoyed. The Bible says there was a king, a king's man, a wealthy king's man called Boaz. The Bible says, Boaz noticed Ruth while she was serving. Service is important. Please, we don't want to know you for only makeup. Serve. Let your husband meet you in service. Let your wife meet you in service. Serve. <laughs> the Bible says, Boaz met Ruth while serving. And that was what, that was what enticed Ruth. Um, I mean, Boaz. That was what captured his attention. This woman that has been serving. This woman that has been working. Who is she? Who is she? Who is she? Your own is only makeup we see. The Lord will help us. I said the Lord will help us. You can't win kindness by strategy. It must be a lifestyle. You can't win kindness by what? By strategy. Your kindness is your strategy. That means today you'll be kind. Tomorrow you stop being kind. Hallelujah. You can't win kindness by strategy. It must be a lifestyle. So let kindness be your lifestyle. Let it be your lifestyle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let kindness be your lifestyle and sport. Because love is kind. Love is beautiful. Love is enduring. Love is service. Love is what? Love is service. Hallelujah. Let me just tell us a short story. You know, before I got married, I had a friend who traveled out to Canada. So, there was a time we got talking and, okay, we were like, we, we had a conversation that, okay, it's going to, we will sort my um, education over there. So, I will, I will come and study over there. That is a friend. Nothing attached. Hallelujah. So, know the kind of people you have in your corner. So, he was there. So, he paid for the form. And so, they sent me the admission. Hallelujah. This was way before the jackpot, this jackpot thing. So, he paid for my form. And when he paid for my form, I don't know what came into, my, into me. I don't know what came to my spirit. My, my, my mom was already gathering money. Like, she already started the journey. I just said, mommy, don't bother. I'm sure today the guy will be painful. I, I just told her, don't bother. Now, that is the place people are running to now. I never see, like, I never saw what is coming for me. But, like, I just had faith in God. I just said, mommy, stop, don't bother. Not knowing that I'm going to marry a man that I have a U.S. citizen. You see what perseverance can do to a, a man's life. Like, don't stress yourself for some things. Let the will of the Lord happen. I mean, just breathe and embrace everything as it comes your way. I mean, don't rush your process. So many, so many times we rush our process. You know, you know. Okay, the normal route to pass to challenge is mobile. 
bring growth challenge. But some people want to pass and funny corner, 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 corner to learn to challenge. But sometimes it doesn't work that way. It wants to, it wants you to experience that stress. That is when you will know the worth of that story. That is when you will know the worth of that glory. Please don't stress yourself for some things. I had to tell the guy, I said, they sent me admission. It's still on my phone. Last four years or I think four or five years. They say, I'm sure that if I had gone, I wouldn't have met my husband. That one is even real. I would not have met my husband because of course I would have seen some brother. Hallelujah. But do you, I, I mean, sometimes when I just think about my life, I, I, I would just be like, God, like, how did you even make me reason that kind of reasoning? Because men, even then, people want to travel out because it's just like a safe haven when you travel out. Even, not even when you are the only one that, has, that is even going from your family. I mean, it was, a, it was a good opportunity. I have a place to stay already because you already have a house. But then, I don't know. My, 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 my mind did not just go. I just told my parents, please stop. I'm not going. And thank God they accepted. If it's some parents, they will force you. See, that's why some, some parents need to caution themselves. They will force you to go. And that's how we will just miss everything. Every journey. Can somebody rise up on our feet? Can we rise up on our feet this morning? And say, Father, help me, Jesus. Thank you for watching Olambe Tomorrow's podcast. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, the Bible says pray without season. To pray without season is to make prayer a culture and a permanent lifestyle. I love you and I celebrate.